welcome to the Friday free-for-all edition of the Nightly Nuge, Ted. After listening to Dr. Graves talk about COVID and the medical side of all of that, I believe that you deserve an honorary doctor's degree because, honestly, you've said the same thing since the start of this pandemic. Because I go to experts. I mean, I'm just a guitar player, but when I want truth about information and uh, research and science and, and things in the world, I don't I don't guess. I don't hunch. I don't presume. I don't I don't you know, pull it out of my ass like so many people do. I go to the professionals and I went to the professionals in 2019 when I saw this this weaponized virus coming at us from the evil people like Dr. Fauci, evil, evil, horrible man. And Bill Gates, evil, evil, horrible man. And Nancy Pelosi, evil, evil, evil monster. And, and Barack Obama and his, and his buddy Mike and his two fake daughters. I mean, I could go on, but I see such deceit, such dishonesty, such treason running amok. And the, the evidence that I followed saved my life, my wife, Shemaine, and a lot of my friends because I said, and it was against the law to say ivermectin works. Hydroxychloroquine works. Don't take the experimental shot. It's not a vaccine. And of course, fact check, fact check, fact check. Fact checkers are liars. They're evil, evil, mindless, soulless liars. Whatever the fact checkers say, the opposite is true, which is why I'm so proud to continue this celebration of truth, logic and common sense with a dear spirit of the wild blood brother. Derek Wolf is going to join us. My lion hunting backstrapping blood brother is here. Derek, welcome to the nightly nude, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it. So NFL, that's that football stuff where you guys try to get the ball between those two things and you beat the living <laughs> out of each other. And then you go limping <laughs> off after a short career. Is that the game I'm, I'm that I'm familiar with? Yep. See ball, yeah. good ball. <laughs> you got to excuse me. I've never watched a football game in my life. I went to a Super Bowl. Of course, in my world, a Super Bowl has venison and garlic and butter. Um, but I went to a Super Bowl <laughs> once with uh, Governor Perry. And I got to tell you, I love you, Derek. You can feel the love, I'm sure. It's probably more love than you're used to. But I was bored to death. I, I'm going, what are these guys? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm aware of the gladiator. I'm aware of the man in the arena because I am him. I'm aware of athleticism and dedication and what you guys do certainly encompasses that spirit of of being the best that you can be. And I believe that you have dedicated yourself in your career like a martial arts. You approach football as a martial arts, don't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, pass rushing and playing playing against offensive linemen. Uh, that that's just a it's an art, right? You're using your hands, your body, your body uh, awareness has to be high. Everything is an art, right? Like when it comes to this game. But at the end of the day, I, mean, I played 10 years in the NFL. I've been playing the game since I was seven years old. Uh, it was really my only way out of my situation as a, as a child. Oh, look at them pups. Yeah. That's Coco, the world's greatest German <laughs> shepherd duck hunter right there. <laughs> but go ahead. I, I don't mean to interrupt because it's all right. I, really, I get distracted. I really respect you. you. And we collided in our lives because you were being attacked for doing something perfect. You killed a mountain lion, which is perfect. And you were attacked. And I've been attacked like that since the 1960s because I, I eat venison. I murder innocent animals. <laughs> so the samurai spirit of excellence, share with us on the nightly news on a Friday free for all, because Keith is a dedicated sporter. He's a hunter, a fisherman, a trapper, a real hands-on conservationist. Tell us the, the parallel life 
the martial arts excellence of pursuing that NFL warrior, man in the arena, gladiator, and the discipline and the martial arts of the mystical flight of the arrow and being one with God's natural creation as a participant, a reasoning predator. They're one in the same. Am I guessing right? No, you're absolutely right. Uh, that's why the transition into bow hunting was so perfect for me, um, because it is about staying in the, act in the actual moment. And you have to put all of your energy into that one moment. You have one shot with a bow. You don't get, it's not like a gun, you know, where you can take, you know, a couple shots, you get one shot and you better make it happen. Cause if you screw up, you might, you know, how it is the whitetail, you make a bad shot on a whitetail. You might never see him again. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, he'll just disappear. So it's the same way, you know, uh, I took the same approach to pass rushing and, um, and it was okay. I get one chance here. Like I'm, I'm only going to get so many opportunities to have a one-on-one -on -one against this offensive lineman. So when I get that chance, I have to recognize it and seize that opportunity. And it's the same way with bow hunting, um, with, especially with elk, you know, you're only going to get one chance yeah. and you better take advantage of it. And you have to earn that one chance. I, you know, again, I'm just an old guy. I'm 74 years, been hunting and playing guitar all my life. And I approach all of that. I approach parenting as a martial art. You gotta, you gotta become one with the given endeavor at hand. And I know that describes that, that gladiator uh, martial arts of, of football, even though, again, I'm not a fan of those spectator sports. I'm too busy doing stuff to spot. I'm a fan, Derek. I know. I, I know. <laughs> and your son, your son, Toby, your son, Toby is one of the most knowledgeable sports guys. Yes, I know all my family How you watches produced that him. Stuff. How you produced him, I have no idea, but I do have one question of you, Derek. You, you, you know exactly how I produced him. <laughs> so, so, so what was the NFL's policy? We've been talking about COVID all week. I'm curious. What was the NFL's policy on that? And how did you handle that? This ought to be oh, good. Oh, okay. So we'll start with 2020. So 2020. So we'll go back to 2019. 2019, I was having the best season of my NFL career. It was my eighth season and I was going into a contract year. And if you know anything about football, you know how important it is to capitalize on those contract years so you can get some more money. Um, Cause our careers are short. We can't do this for 40 years, you, you know, unless you're Tom Brady and you get to do this for, you know, if you do it for 10 years, you're point of the, you're part of the 0.01%, you know? So I was going into my eighth season, had the best season of my career, uh, dislocated my elbow, completely subluxed it out of the, out of the socket. So that ruined that ended my, my season here in Denver. Well, then going into free agency, COVID hits and the doctors can't bring me, the other team doctors can't bring me in to make sure that I'm good. So I had to take a, uh, I had to, what I did was I posted a, my wife was, my wife who is the genius behind all of this. Um, they you know, I don't know who, yeah, yeah. I don't know where I'd be without her. Um, she's, you know. she's a, she's a soldier. She's stronger than me. She's a, an amazing woman. So I'm very lucky to have her. Um, but anyways, so what I did, she told me, she said, post a video of you, of you working out. And then I, I did. And the next day had two different teams call because they couldn't bring me in. So they're like, we don't want to bring in somebody that we think might be injured. So they I have 160 pound dumbbells doing this, you know, and they're like, oh, okay, he's fine. So Baltimore signs me. I come in 2020 season and it is miserable because not only can you not use the weight room, right? You can't use the weight room. You can't use the, the, uh, facilities to get taken care of. You have to wear a mask everywhere. We have to come in every single morning before, before everything starts, you have to come in and get tested an hour before anything starts. So you're waking up an hour, two hours early to get in there, get your COVID test. And then, 
and then they let you in once it shows that it, and then these tests weren't even, they weren't even proven to really work. You know, there's a ton of false positives. So if there's false positives, you don't think there's false negatives. Yeah. So what is like, what are we doing here? Right. Um, well then, then the strength coach halfway through the season ruins our entire season. He gets us all sick. Everybody's got COVID. Um, and then, you know, our season was cut short, uh, in the playoffs, you know, we had a super bowl championship caliber team and we didn't get to capitalize on that. And I blame COVID for that. So then we come fast forward to 2021, 2021 comes the, and the shots out, but now they're just trying to give everybody the shot. Right. And they do this big meeting with us, um, right when training camp starts and the coaches get up there and the fear mongering that went on was insane. The coaches had their own little polls, right? So like whoever had the mo- their position group, whoever had the most guys get the shot had like bonuses and stuff, right? So they had like a little, little side deal going there. And it's like, wow, this is wild. We had a defensive coordinator get up there and tell the entire team, if there's two guys that are the same caliber of player and one, is a, one has the shot and one doesn't, the guy with the shot's going to get the job. Now think about that. You've been working your entire life to get to this moment. And a coach tells you that, Hey, it wasn't that you weren't good enough. It was just because you wouldn't conform like a sheep. So Derek, I got to ask you, you know, the football players, these are tough sons of bitches. These are the men at the peak of their manhood and their, their warrior spirit. And with that goes defiance against, you know, peer pressure. You laugh in the face of peer pressure. You, know, you stand up for what you believe in. So let me guess. So the warriors on the NFL, tough guys, but your leadership were a bunch of sheep-like pussies. They fell for the whole scam, and then they tried to force you guys to fall for the scam. Let me ask, the big, tough NFL warriors, how many stood up and went, I don't think so. I don't believe you. I've done my own research. Other than you, were there any others? Yeah. Yeah, there was others. Good Good to hear that. Uh, There was was other guys, um, and they ridiculed us. They called us, they called, they told us we were hurting the team, that we weren't being team players, that we didn't care about winning. All we cared about was being defiant and just, uh, we were conspiracy theorists. Um, MAGA, what, per- what, what, percentage, what percentage said no, Derek? I'm curious. Okay. okay so there's 50, there's 53 guys on a roster. There was nine of us. Mm-hmm. Nine of us. And that and number was the retribution against you guys for standing your ground. Yeah. So they, we were segregated and discriminated against like you would not believe we weren't allowed to come. We weren't allowed to eat, eat our eat, eat in the facility, right? There's a cafeteria. So <laughs> you're there all day long, you know, from morning, to, from morning to night. And they wouldn't let us eat with the, with the other t- players. We weren't allowed to be in the meeting room with the other players that, that had the shot. Um, we weren't allowed to use the weight room. We weren't allowed to uh, be in the, cold tubs and hot tubs and all the recovery um, tools that we have. We weren't allowed to do any of that stuff when they were in there. We had to have our own little times to go in and do it. Um, I'm trying to think how I'll say that. We had to get tested every morning. Those guys didn't have to get tested. Um, Of all the players that that subjected themselves to the shot, um, how many complications and how many serious uh, problems did you witness? Well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, uh, you asked me that because I, I do a sports radio show here in Denver and they were talking about all these soft tissue injuries and, and stuff that you know, just start popping out of nowhere. Like it's a record high, right? 2021, the Baltimore Ravens were, I believe the most vaccinated team, the most, you know, the most vaccinated team in the NFL. 
And guess what else they were? The most injured team in the history of the NFL. Yep. You don't think that that has something to do with it. So on my show, I said that I said, what I said, listen, all I'm talking about is my experience, right? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a virologist. I'm none of that. All I do is play football, but I, I'm not stupid. I can see, right. I can see and I can hear, and I know what's going on. So when I see that everybody's taking a shot and they're also getting soft tissue injuries, specifically hamstrings and calf injuries, what, it, hmm, let me think here. If that's going around the league, there's only one common denominator here and it's the shot. Yeah. Bingo. Oh my goodness. That they ripped me for that. They, people wanted me fired. They were like, you, you got to fire this guy. I said, go ahead and fire me. I don't need this job. <laughs> That's why I told well, you, you and I are going to get along just fine, Derek. I We're love him. A middle finger spirit campfire soon. Well, that's fascinating. That's a really good uh, uh, parallel to what the great Dr. Graves has shared with us uh, with the uh, weaponized Wuhan virus is created by Devil Fauci and the Uncle Sam gangsters of genocide. You know, people hear me talk like that. They go, eh, Nugent's out of control. He's a radical. Listen to what he's saying. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Listen too to cool. what I'm saying, because I have everything too cool. I say is saturated with evidence to support everything I say. And no one's able to debate me because I eat their family tree and spit toxic sawdust in their face. I have two questions for you. Dr. Graves said she believed that the jab was targeted at certain DNA structures. Do you believe that maybe athletes, the strongest of the strongest, would have fit that targeting? Absolutely. I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on here. All right. But I do believe that the New World Order is real. I do believe that there's an attack on masculinity because if you have masculine men, masculine men who are willing to defend themselves, then how can you control them? So well, why wouldn't they want to weaken that. us? Derek, I've said it many times. People, listen to your Uncle Ted. Hmm. We are orchestrating the invasion of America. You cannot deny that. Even Governor Abbott of the Remember the Alamo, who doesn't remember the Alamo, Texas, we have a wide open border. The majority of invaders are military aged, fit young men who happen to be as desperate as people can be, escaping absolute tyrannical enslaved hellholes to come to America. The target of genocide from the weaponized virus is the strongest Americans there are, the most athletic, the fighter jet pilots, the military, the athletes, the individuals who stand up for what they believe in. So the defiant freedom demanding Americans are being knocked off as they're importing enslaved desperate people who will obey anything, including uh, you, you uh, invaders, you can use your arrest warrant to get on an airplane. You don't have to show a, a, an experimental shot card and we'll put you in the military and law enforcement and then we'll tell you to go get the Americans guns. That's not tinfoil hat stuff. My 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 lying eyes don't lie. That's exactly what they're doing. And maybe somebody would like to record this nightly news on this beautiful February day, 2023, to ridicule me. And then not in this too far distant future. You can play it again and go, ah, damn it. That's what Ted Nugent said way back in 2020. It's inevitable. So, Derek, I got to tell you, you and I deserve each other. Shit. 
Kickers unite. We are critical thinkers. We don't obey blindly. No man can tell me to do something without me questioning why or if it's a good idea. That's how I've always been in the world of rock and roll. You offer me dope as you're drooling and puking and peeing your pants and dying left and right. I go, no, I don't think I'm going to jump off this cliff. Everybody that jumped off this cliff is at the bottom of the valley dead. I don't care if everybody's jumping off the cliff. I ain't jumping off the cliff. Have a nice day, asshole. So you and I, as hunters, we're doing the perfect conservation, wise use, reverential utility of God's renewable wildlife creations. And there is such a subset of mindless, dumbed down by the American anti-education system that think this animals have rights in between the barbecues Uh that you and I, we need to use every resource and effort and energy we have to promote and celebrate, never defend hunting, always promote and celebrate the perfection of balancing herds and flocks and 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 wildlife resources to make room for next year's production. And I'm the only guy in the history of the world who has articulated so clearly globally for the last 60 years. So I, I'm so proud that you stood up against these monster, feeble, evil people that would attack you for doing something perfect, like killing a mountain lion. Congratulations and thank you for that. And I want to talk about that if you'll join us tomorrow for the weekend edition. But before we let you go on COVID, I have two last questions for you on COVID. Number one, did you ever get it and how did you treat it? And number two, and most importantly, what happened to the careers of those that refused? Yeah, important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so I did get it and I used um, I used hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and Three and within three days, I was I was fine. Ditto. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. So and, what uh, that was here? and that was and I'll tell you. And the guy, a good friend of mine who happens to be a neurosurgeon for, uh, out of Harvard, um, he played football and lacrosse, and he's a Harvard neurosurgeon. Uh, why wouldn't I take his advice? Right. And he tells me, "Hey, don't take any of this other stuff. Here's what you want. I'm going to take that because he knows better." Um, and then when it came to what happened to guys, all right. So here's what happened. If you wouldn't get it, so I was fined in 2021, $175,000 by the NFL because for not they had taking cameras the shot. for not taking the shot. And because I would break whatever their protocol was, they had cameras on us at all times. And they sent guys in from the league to review those cameras. So if you had a mask off, taking a drink, fine. If you missed the test, oh. fine. If you, uh, if you were in the lunchroom when you weren't supposed to be fine. Um, they find, they just find and find and find, and that's 175,000 pre-tax. So add 48% to that. Unbelievable. Boy, what a bunch of, what a bunch of wimps. What a, so what about your career? Blind punks. Those people are unbelievable. What happened to the career? I I decided to retire. I had enough of it. I mean, this started in 2016, uh, when I refused to kneel, I refused to kneel. I wouldn't do it. I'm not kneel. I'm not going to kneel before some uh, whatever kind of organization that they, they had, I, I just, I'm not going to do it. And I, I, I support our troops. I have family members that are troops. I have friends that are special forces guys. And if even one of them is offended, I'm not doing it. I don't care what the sheep say and what the mob says. I'm not doing, it. I'm not going to conform to it. I, I'm going to stick to what I believe in and, uh, they can do whatever they want. They try to paint me as a racist and 
um, misquoted me. And, you know, all I, I said, I said on record that if you don't, I said, this is the greatest country in the world. And if you don't think that, then why do you live here? The Washington post puts in quotations, Derek Wolf tells his black teammates to go back to Africa. That's what they put it in <laughs> That's happened to me. The same thing. Is and I'm like, I didn't me. say that. So no. we called them and they're like, Oh, we're sorry. And they retracted it. But it's like the damage is done, bud. you know, how much money, you know, how many different uh, endorsers and, and people that just were like, yeah, we can't work with you anymore. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know somebody that will let you work with them. Ted, how about HunterNation.org? HunterNation.org would love to work with people like Derek Wolf that kneels for the Lord, stands for his principles, and has two middle fingers that flame almost as high as Ted Nugent. Ted, last word. And uh, Derek, will you uh, come back tomorrow? And we're going to talk about your predator management lion hunt in Colorado. Ted, final word here on this Friday, free for all. Well, the nightly news is all about truth, logic, and common sense, being absolutely unafraid of any abusive power or punks out there that think they have the authority to give me any direction whatsoever because I rely on God, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Ten Commandments, the Golden Rule, the Declaration of Independence, and my pure predator instincts. So, Derek, God bless you for that. We'll see you tomorrow night in the nightly news. I'm going to have you on the Ted Nugent Real America's Voice Spirit Campfire. Plus, you'd be a wonderful guest on my wife, Shemaine. She has a new Real America Voice Faith and Freedom. And I have a funny feeling that our families deserve each other because you stand up for all the right stuff. Thank you for that. Thanks Fellas, for I'll, see you, I'll see you tomorrow. All both of you guys on the weekend edition of the nightly nude. See y'all then. Mm-hmm.